welcome to It Takes a Village, a podcast for parents of teenagers. You're not alone, and here we equip you with ideas and resources to help you walk confidently in your role as the primary discipler in your child's life. This podcast is hosted by the youth ministry staff at First Baptist Church Arlington. And that includes Kirk Crodel, our youth pastor, Tanner Watson, our guys minister, and me, Chelsea, our girls minister. We hope that this is a valuable resource to you because it really does take a village. Action. All right, guys. Good to be back. How are y'all doing today? Oh, I swell. Am well, yeah. my friends. Swell. Gentlemen. Hello. Tell cool me something outside. good. This feels that, good. That might be my I mean, good thing. It is it's, November 20th. It's, so, it yeah. is cooler outside. It's cooler, I hope. Man, it's, it's, it's been freezing in the Wade building all summer, and now we're headed <laughs> now towards the deep winter. 130 degrees and... in the office. <laughs> no, what what are the seasons in the state of Texas? They're hot <laughs> and then really hot and then yeah, perfect that, and then gross. There's that two weeks of feeling good. Yeah. Well, there's, it's over. There's like, uh, uh, when you get into fall, there's like, Fake fall for like two weeks and then it ramps back. <laughs> it goes back to like, 100. No, it is like, 90 I remember it being degrees like 90 again. degrees in like early October. And okay, better question. This one, uh, you, you kind of we, we referenced it, but what are the seasons in the Wade building in our offices? Winter. Cold, winter and desert. Frozen yeah. tundra. Yeah. But you know what? My succulents Sahara. love it. So That's true. They are survivors. I still love that. Chelsea has a succulent on her desk that she almost killed, and then she went on maternity leave. Wasn't that it? Was that <laughs> it when you had not, Lucy? It was not doing great. No. Um, yes. No, or was that so COVID? I was home for seven weeks for maternity leave, and I came back, and it was flourishing. And Look, then, there you go. Then there was a pandemic, and we were gone again That's for true. months. <laughs> it did just fine without so me. so well, and we're not here. It does not want my- Bless the succulent. My love and water. <laughs> oh, well. Dang. Tough. Well, Spit at it. Tell well. me something good. Tell me something good, Chelsea. What you got? Uh, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. We love hand me downs in my house. I mean, just things that you don't have to purchase are wonderful because <laughs> children, uh, like little ones, think? go through things so quickly. Like this, mm. the season they're using something is not long enough to invest in things sometimes. So, a good friend donated some backyard toys and it yeah. has been a new uh a new joy that is awesome well yeah. you know i celebrated a, a birthday last week and um and thanksgiving was incredible time with family my wife's cooking and uh, always good yeah Teresa. My, wow. seriously my my bride is uh man first time we hosted thanksgiving in our home her family tried to call us liars and finally, it was like, did she really cook this? Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, every stinking bit of it. You're like, oh, my gosh. We had no idea she could cook. Like, what's the secret? There you go. Butter. <laughs> yeah, butter. <laughs> MSG. Um, <laughs> that is very yeah. tasty. Hey, and then I, I went to a good wedding. Went to Had a wedding Saturday. Uh, my cousin's son got married in Nashville. Great family time. It was a great way to end Thanksgiving week, it was amazing. Busy, busy yeah, week for yeah, you. you know, wow. It's good stuff. Texas won again. I can right? only imagine. <laughs> well, I can only. 
Gentlemen, it's good to be back in the office today. Good to be back uh, getting ready for Advent. Hey, hold on. Did we get our good from Tanner? Yeah, it was that it's getting cooler. Oh, sorry. I, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. So, I don't think I heard the, the yeah, okay. That's what he said. Oh, we were on. talking about the weather. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Clearly, I pay a lot of attention when Tanner's talking. <laughs> Close attention. Ooh. So today we're going to be talking about uh, how how to approach social media with your teenager, how to prepare your family, and how you'll handle social media. And so yeah. I thought maybe a fun way to start this conversation would Uh-oh. be to um, just oh, st- give you some social media concepts, some yeah. terms, and see if you can define them for us. Wow. Wow. The- so... <laughs> It's n- none of them are inappropriate. The, none of them are. Okay, that's good. Uh, Thank you. But I did double check them all on Urban Dictionary, which is a legitimate source because it was used in court. Um, really? <laughs> yes, in the UK, uh, on a like song lyric copyright wow. case, and so it is a it's a legitimate source for that's information. Very interesting. If you're choosy. And are careful what you look up. Oh, just, I was going to say, a warning to um, all. yeah, a warning certainly, but to parents, if you do not know of this, oh, you need you need to know. Urban Dictionary can save your we'll, hide. Sometimes we'll link it if you've never <laughs> if you've never used it. It can help clarify things for you that the yes. teenagers are saying. The great That's resource. Right. I, thought, I wish I would have yeah. thought of that. It may Man. embarrass you. Um, but yeah, it, and, and let's be honest. Sometimes it may save you if you're, you oh. know, if you're going to post something and you think you know what it means. Maybe you want to double check. Yes. Yeah. You know, that you don't want to use one time. LOL yeah. to mean lots of love. It means <laughs> laugh out loud. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> Hopefully, we all know that now. Years ago, when we still had a paper newsletter that came mm. out every Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we had someone on staff who used um, three letters, thinking it meant one thing. And oh, it didn't, no. and it didn't land well. Did she <gasps> say that? <laughs> oh, my like, goodness. like, let's not do that. So, when in doubt, double check your work. That's right. <laughs> Urban Dictionary, or Google, even. Okay, we'll start with an easy one, Crotal. Oh, Can great. you tell me what subtweet means? Subtweet. I, I believe is it, tell me if I'm wrong, because I think I tried this one time, and I thought I knew what I was doing, and it, it did, and it just, I ended up with multiple tweets. Is that like when you... You t- you're tweeting something that's too long, mm-hmm. and so you can add the subtweet into the tweet that just it's like comments below. That's a great guess. You know that's called that's, a, a, that's called a thread. Um, no, a subtweet oh, is a. God, I thought I knew this it's one. It's a subliminal tweet. It's where you are talking about someone without using their name. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, if so Tanner like we, was chewing really Tanner? loud, I would tweet or post. I think it applies to any platform. Why? <laughs> Why? Okay. I would say I hate it when people chew so loud. Uh, but she no. didn't, she didn't okay. include but me. I didn't, but like, he knows I'm talking about him. So it's kind of like passive aggressive. It's very exactly, passive aggressive. Exactly. Okay. It is not the right way to communicate. Um, oh. In that same vein of, of thinking, yes. have you heard the term don't at me? Uh, I've not heard it. No. I think I've Tanner thought. has used it. Like in conversation oh, with us. Oh. <laughs> Is that uh, okay? Well, yeah, that's old. I'm not going to chase that rabbit. Do you want to define that one, Tanner? Um, yeah, don't at me, Tanner. Man, I, <laughs> Lay it on me, bro. That, I'm not sure. Like, 
When I say it, what I'm meaning is uh, you should have checked Urban Dictionary before you used it. Don't come after me for whatever opinion I'm having. Like, mm. right? Like that's mm. how don't I use me, it bro. typically. So if you're if you're say if you have a strong opinion or whatever, uh, <laughs> then you would Which say that. Like, this. don't call me out. Don't tag me and call me out. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here's okay. a new one. You probably know this one. Finsta. But <laughs> can you spell that? F I N S T A. Finsta. Is that kind of like I'm about to Instagram that? I'm fixing. I'm fixing Instagram. I'm Finsta. I'm Finsta. Post that. No. So close. So close. Right platform. Okay. Hey, I made. Hey, you know that <laughs> bonus. I mean, it's partial credit, right? Okay. So a Finsta is a fake. Instagram account, or really just like a secondary account where mm-hmm. you're not posting mm-hmm. your got some ideas. Uh, like front facing best photos because your primary Instagram account will have uh, things that you're very intentional about posting. Yeah, yeah, the facade. But the secondary right. one could have dumb things. Typically, it's okay. like a pseudonym, like people keep it secret. Mm. Yes, it's private. Only mm. certain people see it. So for, not- I, and just for clarity, if you're listening today, all of our listeners around the world, um, if you're listening to us, I just want you to know, if you feel old, let me tell you how I'm feeling. <laughs> I mean, I'm only like eight years older than you guys. Um, well, I mean, plus a few. Uh, okay, I'm not eight years old. For the record, I'm over like, good night. I'm 20 years older than Tanner. <laughs> I'm feeling okay. it. I'm feeling it like okay. I've never felt Here's it. Here's a great one. Soft launch. Soft launch. Is that kind of like a soft opening of a restaurant? Sort of. In yeah, what way? In okay. How does that apply to social media? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got that far, but I don't know. Like, how do you soft launch a social media something page or I don't, I don't tell me. I don't know. Okay. So, so, like, before Maritza and I, like, were official right okay we posted pictures with each other on Mm, instagram mm. that was our soft launch of our relationship okay okay and before um, it was fbo yes before it was see that social media official yeah that facebook official official. yeah that's that's it it could also be where someone posts like a picture of the table and there are two plates but they're not tagging the other person or showing their face Mm -hmm. or it's Mm-hmm. Holding hands, but you don't see who the person is. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay. something's so going we on. We weren't as secretive so as we should have <laughs> Something's going yeah, on, but I'm not, not going to tell you yet who it is. Mm. So, okay. Mm. Uh, you didn't tag her in the picture, well, right? You just, you, just okay. The picture. This one should be funny. Okay. Um, oh, goodness. Dump. A dump. Dump. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of like, things I can. In, uh, a September. Dump. Is that like you throw in all the pictures from the month? That's the summary it. of that's the month. Yeah, that's exactly it. Think, do we have a sound for that? Like, I feel like I should get something. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. All right. There we go. This has been one of the first times we've used the. That's, yeah, yeah. We've not used really that long. often. Okay. So here we yeah. made it to November in just a few times. We, we have a soundboard, y'all. <laughs> okay. Last one we'll do is um, FOMO and JOMO. Fear of missing out. That's, FOMO. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yes. JOMO is related. J O M O. That's correct. I, I actually don't know this one. Um, um, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to be witty. I'm trying to be funny. I have no earthly idea. Just off my, um, 
of my um, ostrich. Okay. Dog. <laughs> oh, I felt so like I was so close. Actually, no. Uh, it's the joy of missing out. Oh, so, I should have. Okay. Where okay. the fear of missing out <laughs> that was my next is, guess. is seeing things and being like, oh my gosh, they're having so much fun without me. The wow. joy is like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not having to social today. Oh, wow. You know, I've been there. That's the wow. introvert. Okay, well, hey, thanks for playing along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, you know, be the old guy. Resident Gen X? Come on. Gen X? Yeah. Just okay. straight. Okay, Tanner, so for our conversation on social media today, why don't you define what exactly that is? Okay, so um, based on uh, my research, uh, social media is a means of interaction among people where they create, share, and slash or exchange information and ideas in virtual communities and networks. It began to grow in popularity in the early 2000s. MySpace was actually the first platform to reach a million monthly users in 2004. That was like good times around the time that Facebook was founded too. Um, Mm -hmm. It has evolved a lot since then with all kinds of different niche platforms with different community cultures that is very true yeah so um i know like social media has been around um i've had social media for a long time uh i know i think my first social media platform that i joined was facebook in middle school like the I thought you had to have a college email uh this was after what 2007 or 2008 yeah just, I, I was in middle yeah. school. Showing my age. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was in middle school in 2009. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. So Thanks. that's okay. when I got my Facebook. Um, honestly, from what I remember, it was a lot safer back then. Um, but nowadays, I still have a Facebook. I still have the same Facebook. I haven't ever been hacked. Um, huh. Yeah. Well, lucky there's, you. <laughs> there's been different seasons where I've uh, you know used it more regularly. Right now, I don't post much on Facebook. Occasionally, I'll you know post a picture or something like that. But it's more for connecting with people um, from different phases of life. But right now, I use Instagram. Uh, that's the one that I probably post the most on. Um, I just like pictures a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like they mean a lot. Um, yeah. Good call. And uh, I look at Twitter a lot, but I don't tweet very much. Mm. But there's a lot of there's you're um, a lurker. Yeah, a lurker. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of. Uh, like different Twitter communities. So I'm loosely affiliated with weird Baptist Twitter. Um, I like that. So, <laughs> weird Baptist Twitter. Like the, it's like a lot of like seminarians or like people who have recently graduated from seminary and then okay. like all, all kinds of, Beth Moore is loosely oh, affiliated man. with, mm-hmm. I'm like She's awesome. Twitter She's related quotable. to Beth Moore. Um, her and I Beth tweet and Russell. the same people. Okay. Um, but wow. I, I, I I've never actually tweeted to her, so. Hey, you know, the day is coming. That's right. Why not? What? You want to do it right now? I mean, do we invite her to the podcast right now? <laughs> you know, that would be really cool. Uh, my first uh, social media platform was MySpace, um, which my parents said no. And then I turned 18 and said, I can do what I want now. And um, You're grown. You're well, 18. You're an yes, adult. I know how to do things. Uh, <laughs> so... MySpace was very unhealthy. You had like a top eight friends thing and you could reorder your friends based on uh, circumstances. Wow. So that oh, was I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But it also, there was no um, central news feed the way that it is now. <laughs> so you had to go to people's profiles to find that information. Anyway. Um, and then once I graduated high school and was 
going into college, I started a Facebook page. But uh, these days, I use Instagram the most uh, and Facebook probably next as much because that's where the adults in my life mm-hmm. are yeah. mostly. So the people that like to see pictures of my children and parents of youth are on there. So mm. I never yeah. had a MySpace. I, wow. You missed was, out on having like a profile did. song and learning oh, learning man. how to code so you could put cool oh, stuff yeah. on you. <laughs> wow, the memories, y'all. Now, did you have a Zanga? I did not have a Zanga. Which is really more, to me, that was more of a blog, yes. I guess. Uh, but that, I feel like that was kind of the beginning. Zanga and then MySpace. Uh, yeah. And then I jumped into Facebook because I couldn't get on Facebook because uh-huh. you had to have a college Email address. Right. And then I remember being in my office at the church we were at prior to coming here, and uh, one of our youth staff were like, hey, we can get Facebook now. I was like, what? <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> jump on before they <laughs> change their mind. <laughs> so, yeah, it was either 2007, like fall 2007 or spring of 2008, I jumped into Facebook world. So, But I'm kind of like, like – I. If I'm going to post something, it's probably more so on Facebook. But as Tanner referenced earlier, I got hacked mm. a couple months ago. Sad day. Uh, my email, my work email got hacked. They used that to go request a new password, got in, posted something, gets me kicked off, and then I eventually get locked out and can't get back in because of um, lower staffing levels because of COVID. Mm. And they couldn't um, so do with my appeal. And so I just was done. Seems like a work from home kind of job, doesn't yeah, it? Seriously, I feel like okay. you should have more people, right? So, 15 years, maybe 14, 15 years of friendships and oh. deep relations. Okay, well, just like uh, old, yeah. old pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's in. the hard part. All the memories. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, if you get a Facebook request with me or have recently, just know it really probably is me. So, that's I just started now. With stronger passwords. With, <laughs> with stronger passwords. Well, just, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. A new password. My email password is is much, much more difficult for me to remember now. Yeah. You know, so it's probably likely that a lot of the parents of our youth have similar experiences with social media that, you know, they started with with a, a live journal or Facebook yeah. and have been using it for a long time. And so mm-hmm. it may not... Um, it may not be like an urgency to think about how you're going to intentionally prepare your children for using it. That's if, true. Yeah. If they are getting social media. So why do you think that that's important? I mean, there's a couple of things. I, you know, one of the things we've said at our house is I don't even remember. It hasn't really come up. And so we haven't had to deal with it yet. But before our kids are allowed to get on, for one, they're going to have to be at the right age because we're not going to lie about their age. Part of that, we just want to make sure that they're seeing integrity and in how we do things and not like, mm-hmm. ah, we're just going to fudge on this a little bit. Um, so we want to do that. Um, but a part of that, just realizing like kind of like anything else, like we've talked about when you get a phone, well, it's just a change of our reality. And there are things about that. And, and for us, it probably started with online video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we first allowed uh, our son, our oldest to, to begin doing that, there were some great things about it, particularly for us that was during COVID. And so that allowed him to have some social engagement with his friends. But it also brought some things into our life that we we sort of wish we could have gone back on, you know. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of that same thing. Like part of that, you just got to realize there are risks and there are costs that are associated with using social media. Like it, it's going to cost something. Now, financially, you're not having to pay to get on, but there are going to be costs. And there will be for our kids. So it'll be for both of us. And some of that, I think, on our side as parents, 
we we really if we're going to allow our kids to do this, we have to walk with them through this. Like yeah. they, we we cannot just turn them loose, and so that's a big deal. And part of that, there are just situate situations that our our students, our children are going to face. They've never engaged. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to deal with things they've never dealt with before. And some of that, let's just be honest. I, I think immediately of just the way that people respond to one another yeah. and to others. And and you know, we've often said like, uh, you know, people are going to say things behind the computer. Mm-hmm. You know, the keyboard jockey uh, that they would never say to our face. And so yeah. the comment section is a tough place. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And so that can be a lot to navigate for our yeah. children. And so uh, we've just got to help them. And so really, we just have a really weighty responsibility in the midst of this just to help our children in facing new things. And so social media is just not any different than anything else. It's something else we've got to navigate. Mm-hmm. And again, I think part of that, it's like so many things. Make sure you have their passwords. Make sure that you're checking on that stuff. Make sure you're keeping an eye on it. They need to know that mm-hmm. um, because at some level, I still believe a part of that provides some safety for our kids yeah. because there are times they may not come to us and say something, but they may want us to find that. And they're, mm. and I, I really, I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen with families in our church. And I just think it's a really important thing. It's just a weighty thing. And part of it is this whole idea We've always said a part of, you know, the, the change from seventh grade when you come into youth ministry till you launch into adulthood or kind of that next phase out of high school, a part of our job as parents and as youth workers or the, the adults in people's lives, some of that is being guardrails. Now, yeah. the further we go, we begin to take down some of those boundaries, and that's just healthy, and we've got to help kids find freedom and find, you know, mm-hmm. their, their own footing but we've got to protect them, particularly early on. Just don't give them the keys and let them take off on social media. Right. Just, there's just too much out there. I'm wondering, I'm curious, compared to our situations, where are kids spending their time on social media? Like, what platforms are they using right now? <laughs> well, Tanner. Uh, Zanga in MySpace <laughs> is what I hear a lot of. Is MySpace no? still around? <laughs> um, I did try to log in a few years ago. Interesting. It's been a while. Your research just put um, a new article out with results from a study that they did about where teenagers are spending the most time. And the top five platforms I, it surprised me a little bit. So the top yeah. one was YouTube mm. and then TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. There were some smaller platforms after that. Um, Twitter, Twitch, WhatsApp, Reddit, and Tumblr. So I don't, are y'all familiar with all of those? No. <clears throat> okay. Yes. So I, the top five, you know, right, Kurt? I the, do know those. Okay. Yes. So this, the, the ones you may not know are Twitch. Uh, Tanner, you know Twitch, right? Yeah. Twitch. Twitch is like yeah, streaming. So like people will like play a video game or do something funny. For oh, okay. Hours okay. On yeah. End. Yeah. I'm with you. And people okay. will watch them. That's. I mean, why would you? <laughs> Sounds awesome. Isn't WhatsApp just messaging? Yeah, I believe it's, that's right. It's, it's owned by free Facebook. Free international. Uh, kind I was going to say, yeah, we use that, you know, with some of our cross cultural workers, folks in different parts of the uh-huh. world. And then Reddit is just forums mm-hmm. in different categories. Some of it is like you have to consent to that you're an adult. Yeah. Um, to enter, but it, it, it's so, everything, like anything from everything. like cars mm-hmm. and everything. coffee to other stuff. Dangerous stuff sometimes. I like my husband's on the um, like dad fails Reddit <laughs> oh, yeah. or dad. Has he ever posted some good ones. A, his own fail on? I I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know how many um, would make it to the internet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and I also thought it was really interesting in the report that they kind of differentiated the t- the kinds that girls and guys use. So girls are mo- much more likely to report using TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat, whereas guys are using YouTube, Twitch, and Reddit. And so I thought that was interesting because the girls' ones are very, like, relationally driven and mm-hmm. photo-heavy, mm-hmm. and the guys' ones are more, um, what would you say? Like, like commenty, content yeah. yeah. yes. So, yeah, interesting stuff. And then they went on to ask them questions like, um, how much are you using it? How do you feel about your usage? Do you think you're using it too much or just right? And so 35% of teenagers reported that they are using an app almost constantly. Wow. That it's not just something they're checking occasionally, but it is, they're refreshing it and opening it and opening it all day. And so, I mean, if you have a teenager at home, you know that they get, at least on an iPhone, you get like a report mm-hmm. of what your average usage is each day. And so yeah. you can see how many hours the phone is awake, right? It can be embarrassing. And so, <laughs> uh, me looking at this data, I would think, if 35% of teenagers are saying I am almost constantly on my on my phone, on an app, that they would probably report that they know like they're using this too much. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I understand this is a yeah, problem, yeah, but it's who I am. But no, um, the report said about half of teenagers, like 51%, said that they are using it just the right amount. They're like, no, I think this is it. Like, this is, uh-huh. is yeah. kind of how I want to live my yeah. life. Um, so, Interesting. It's being used. Like teenagers are on social media. If yours aren't, that's great. And there's no need to rush into it. There's no need to get on it <laughs> earlier than they're asking for it. Um, I think waiting till 18 was great for me because mm. I'm still embarrassed looking back on the things that I posted <laughs> even at that point. Yeah. Um, and we all know the internet is forever. Nothing is mm. ever really so gone. So, um, so no rush. But. I think for us, it's good to kind of reframe the perspective of like <laughs> all social media is going to ruin our children. These phones are going to um, right. drive us into the ground. And yeah. I think we can we can start thinking of it more like a tool to be used, um, something that is really powerful, but it's not good or bad. It has the potential to be either. Um, and so we wouldn't we wouldn't just hand our children, you know, fire or a sharp knife or throw them in the ocean. Um, with no respect for what it's capable of, mm-hmm. we understand that a knife can be a really a good tool. But, you know, I, I'm using my favorite kitchen knife nearly every day, chopping mm-hmm. veggies. But um, I would not hand it to my two-year-old. <laughs> say, All Lucy would go really crazy. Um, and so in the same way, social media can be an incredible tool. It can be used in beautiful ways, even to, you know, share the gospel and mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. share the good news with others but when used appropriately. And so those boundaries are necessary to keep it from being damaging. Um, so let's talk about maybe what some of those negatives or those risks that come with social media could be, things that you want to look out for and help prepare your child for. Mm. I think like something that jumps to my mind immediately is like just the interactions that they can have with people all over the globe that uh, by and large, they won't know. Uh, obviously, social media, you know, you can connect with friends, but there's more people on social media that you don't know than there are people that you do know. That's true. Um, and not all those people um, are there 
to be your friend. Um, there's a lot of malicious actors on social media um, trying to uh, t- take advantage of uh, anyone, not just students, but anyone, um, but especially students who uh, might not understand. It might be financial, might be um, uh, sexual. There's all kinds of different ways that people uh, prey on uh, you and your teenagers through social media. Yeah, and I think a lot of platforms have moved in a direction that's a lot more um, open to content being available like internet-wide versus mm-hmm. just your friend list. And so that could be something you talk about is what are our privacy settings? Mm, who right. are we adding as friends? Really you know, how are we interacting with people who are not people we actually know in real life? Yeah. And, and I know part of this, y'all, like for my wife as an elementary school librarian, like this is a part of what's like, like our kids are being taught some of these things just about internet or online safety from an early age, because that's mm-hmm. just the reality we're living in. And, and particularly as we're talking about digital natives here for many of us as parents, we're digital immigrants. And so this is new for us. This is reality for them. So some of this stuff, like, like they're hearing these things, they're, they're talking about these things, even in school from an early age. Uh, but we, we really just have to continue to help and just be be vigilant because there's just so much that that um, and I, and I do think like these are ways we can help our kids like there's there's life lessons here mm. that we can kind of help walk our children through that and, and and really especially if we're explaining some of the reasons and the why behind some of this I think again kind of helps our students understand our kids understand who we are as a family and where we stand on certain issues and topics. So there's just a lot. It's it's really I think it's a much broader conversation than just this mm-hmm. that helps kind of frame some things for mm-hmm. our kids that can be really helpful just as they as they grow mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I think to to frame the whole conversation, I think it's important to know and it's important to say that like social media, like it exists. All these companies exist to make money. Um, and they make that money by you staying on them, by you engaging in content and they're showing you ads. Um, so it, you know, make them earn it. (laughs) And also it's like, they're, they're there to keep you there. So that, I think that's like, you know, your over usage and stuff like that. Like that's a really big negative thing. And they're, they're, they're fighting to keep your attention. Yeah, and and this may I don't know if this fits in somewhere later as we continue to talk, but I think part of that just figuring out what are some of those limits. Mm-hmm. We, we can mm-hmm. talk about this kind of contract stuff, but what are some of those limits? What are the things we're going to put in place? Mm-hmm. We we just we, we there are a lot of tools available in the midst of this, whether that be settings, whether that's phone mm-hmm. settings. However, our students are going to engage this stuff. We just need to to try to do the work to figure it out. And some of that, honestly is just asking questions of people who've gone before us. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's how I've, we've kind of navigated this because you can Google it and try to figure things out. I've gone to some families I trust and say, hey, how are you handling this? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What are you, you know, what are you putting in writing? Those sorts of things. I think that's and, – and if you're around here in Arlington, there, there are folks we'd love to connect you with or that we could, you know, we want to help mm-hmm. you. Okay, so – some of the other things that we're going to be kind of looking out for would be um, just like we talked about, there's kind of these niche cultures mm-hmm. <laughs> in different platforms. And mm-hmm. so there can be some really unhealthy ideas that get mm-hmm. perpetuated in those. So some of those might be like diet culture, body shame culture, 
everyone should look a certain way. This is the way you should be eating, which is just not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Um, or um, the deeper you get into <laughs> left or right, you can be into really kind of radicalized political ideas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the more you click on things, the more it gets served to you. Yeah. And so you can end up into an echo, an echo chamber of only hearing one side of everything. Mm-hmm. Or That's even, a, I think, sorry, especially like on Reddit or Tumblr, oh, yeah. you get yeah, this kind of yeah. dark really humor. Yeah. That's dark. Where people places. are getting, I mean, this is dark, but that's where people are getting radicalized today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's not through the radio. I mean, I, it's not through, I mean, some of it is TV, but they are sure. in those forums. They're in on social media. And like Chelsea said, these companies know that if they keep feeding you stuff that you're like engaging, you're going to stay on. So it is deeper and deeper, you know, mm-hmm. into the echo chamber. Either way, it's That's not right. a left yeah. or right thing. That's oh, it. Sure. Yeah. Pick a direction. Mm-hmm. It'll take you there. Mm-hmm. And I know we already touched on this a little bit, but um, people will say things on the internet that they may not necessarily say in, in person. And mm-hmm. so it can be an avenue that's just easy for others to, um, to bully or to be really hateful. And so those are things we really don't want our child participating in or to be on the receiving end of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of what I see in, in teenagers also is in real time. They get to see what they're being left out of, um, mm-hmm. what they didn't get invited to. And so they kind of have this whole fear of missing out that we talked about in the uh, social media quiz. But I th- when I was in high school, you didn't know that you missed out on something until someone went and got their pictures developed at the one hour photo and brought uh-huh. them to school on Monday. And you're like, oh, hey, y'all oh, hung yeah. out this weekend. Like, I didn't know. Um, and you were just living your life. You're like me. You were watching High School Musical at home mm. on the Disney Channel. You know, me. D- <laughs> <laughs> but but now, I mean, it's it's truly. You could be at dinner with your family and look down and, and see on Instagram stories or on Snapchat that all of your friends have gone to Coachella. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, no one invited me. So I, that's a that's a very real thing. ACLs maybe a little more real. Yeah, I mean. So. <laughs> But, you know, I also think a lot of us fear that um, the sexual content, whether whether that's something you stumble across or something that people are sending to you, or maybe you're afraid, like, that's something that your child will do. And, I mean, that is that is a legitimate <laughs> safety thing because sending or receiving photos or videos of someone under the age of 18 in a sexual context is possession of child pornography and so that is a criminal offense extremely serious repercussions yeah Yeah. and we've dealt with that you know with with students uh, that we know of Mm -hmm. oh my goodness Mm y'all it has it has real consequences on that so yes so there are very real very serious things for us to be aware of i'm sure there's more we haven't thought through um but just (laughs) just to get your brain working but there are a lot of really good things too Okay, I was a about to ask, is there anything positive? <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we, There's a yeah. reason we're still on it. Oh, okay, and not, right, okay. not just because they're uh-huh. making money on us. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not getting a check. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, did, no, did I miss oh, mine? Man. Not yet. I'm okay, not okay all right. Um, wait, um, as my barbecue influence spreads. Mm, um, should be any day now. <laughs> Probably, yes. yeah. After our next guys event, I'm sure you'll take off. But yeah, there are positive things. I mean, something that like we're navigating right now 
as a church is seeing how we can engage the world digitally around the Easter season. We uh, opened up a URL called why does it matter.org. Um, yeah. And uh, we just posted videos of the gospel. It was actually kind of hard to tell um, unless you knew us that it was a first Baptist church website. Cause I don't think it was like, maybe there was a link to our, you know, normal church website, but like, um, First Baptist Arlington is sharing the gospel with people through social media right now, and I—that's uh, a really positive thing, if you ask me. Yeah. I, I don't know about you. Guys, yeah, but absolutely. I feel like you get this—you um, get a sense of still having community with people and still keeping in touch, even if they've moved away or mm-hmm. they've graduated, or you know, they're just their season of life has changed and you don't see them as much. Yeah. I love getting to see students who have. Um, moved on and seeing how they're how they're doing in college or when they get married or even when they become parents it's surreal but it's so it's so good, so good. to keep up with all that really and is. and we've been able to keep up with family in ways we hadn't before yeah so, i mean yeah. that's a great thing absolutely no i think you continue to find support encouragement uh, just often in, in so many different ways, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's in groups maybe you're in. I know there's mm-hmm. a there's a, a, a group here in our church. It's like wives and moms. I don't know what that oh, is. Yes. But, but, you know, I always, I've, I've heard so many positive, encouraging things from groups like that. And so, you know, and maybe it is when, you know, you post something. We had something mm-hmm. cool, the nonprofit I, I work with and help lead um, yesterday that happened that was something we've been working on for years. It was, it, you know, and things like that, that I was so encouraged in just some of the responses I, that, you know, I've gotten and, and mm-hmm. words I've heard people have even, you know, and sometimes it's not just on social media, you put something out there and then you're getting calls or texts or whatever. And so it, I think, yeah, it, it, it does allow us to kind of share life with people in ways that we wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to otherwise. And mm-hmm. that, that's a really positive thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've ever been to uh, a post from a teenage girl, you just look at her comment section. All of her friends have come there to tell her that she is a queen uh-huh. and that, <laughs> that she is beautiful. She is gorgeous. I mean, truly, it is so fun. That doesn't happen in my comment section. <laughs> Anna, do you need a, Do you need some <laughs> some supporters? There, there's Surely, just, some. There's there's just a wealth of information out there that is so accessible. Um, through social media and you can students and us, we can learn things that were never available to us in real time. Like we can learn about world events and uh, both, both positive and negative. Um, And social media can be a real asset in that way. Information gathering, as long as um, you're doing your research, I think um, you can find healthy information and quality information, but fact checking is important. Uh, Oh man, absolutely. I I had a baby in 2020 and then I was home for months with her. Um, and so I used Instagram a ton to just learn about parenting and development and milestones and all these things. So I have, uh, I follow a, a pelvic floor therapist who talks about, you know, postpartum recovery. And I follow mm-hmm. a pediatric physical therapist who talks about, you know, setting up your environment to help your child meet their milestones naturally and a speech therapist who helps you know like how to invite your child to to start talking and to get their sounds right and so it's just uh, these are great communities yeah really easy places to ask questions and get they're positive little pieces of information yeah Yeah, so helpful um yeah what are what are some of 
the experiences that you guys have had with social media, either good or bad. Oh, man. <laughs> I I have this vivid memory. I was a senior in college, and I was talking to my roommate, my best friend, Matt, about uh, something really serious. I remember sitting, being on my phone, and like, you know, I was probably scrolling Instagram or something like that because what else? I mean, I wasn't just scrolling through my contacts. Um, uh, but Matt looked at me and he's like, well, you get off your phone. Um, and I just remember my heart sinking and thinking, thank you for calling me out. Um, and I remember thanking him like, like, but just like the way that it had, um, in that moment, like, just captured me and um i probably i you know some people are good listeners typically i can find myself like you know listening pretty well regardless of what i'm doing but like it keeps you from engaging like people with your eyes and with your body language and ultimately it does distract you um so that's something that that's more of a a negative story I have, but I have tons of great stories about connecting with old friends. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, that was perfect. That was uh, well played, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> I have tons of great stories about connecting with you know old friends yeah. via Instagram and stuff like that. People who've moved across the country, and you know, I still get to talk to them pretty regularly, even though um, we're not ex- doing life together anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think even professionally, you know, that's been one of those things. You, know, you, you engage with people kind of in our same sphere, uh, you know, in ministry for us. And, and it's been fun over the years because there are people you're online with or you're, you're you know, quote unquote friends with on social media, you're connected to on social media. You show up at a conference or something. And it's like, wait, I, I know you. Wait, we're mm-hmm. friends on, you know, or I follow you. Huh. Um, and so that's been one of those fun things that, that I found through the years that showed up a few times. I, I have a similar, you know, uh, sad story. Uh, it was a really embarrassing story. But uh, my wife, one at one point years ago, sent me a message, like direct messaged me through a social media platform. It was like, hey, you're not really paying attention to life and kids and home. And so I feel like if I message you through this, maybe you'll. Mm. Hear me, Ooh. Teresa. That's just like that was, a punch to the guy. That was, that was you talk about a hard reality check. Ooh. So yeah, yeah. That's, that was not my best day, man. I, but I made some changes. Uh, well, <laughs> quickly. Yes, I bet you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, so it was really before most of the platforms had gained popularity. But um, you know, children find a way, and some kids made a website, like a forum, where they posted anonymously in code words about other students. Oh, my god! And so it was my sister's grade, and they posted about people, and they talked about her body in, like, really unkind ways. And I remember being like, I'm going to hunt them down. Uh-huh. I'm going to find them. And, I mean, at that point, like, I don't, who would have known what an IP address was or, you know, how to do things like that? But uh-huh. I just remember thinking, like, is this what the internet is? Uh-huh. This is terrible. Well, and today, like, there's ways that people can, like, look at things like that and figure out who you are. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. get away. Like, you don't get away. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. It's, and, like, there have been dangerous situations where, like, I know in the gaming community, there's been mm. situations, I, I forget what it's called, but, like, like, say Kurt and I are on Call of Duty and uh, I'm mad at Kurt. I can figure out where he's playing from. 
and call the police to his house and say, you know, he's doing something. And like, people have been like, uh, people have been injured doing it, or maybe even killed. Like, it's what? it's bad. Big Add time. that to your family contract, guys. There you go. Uh, good stories though. Okay, so a few years ago, I was scrolling Instagram and I saw that a kind of fringe student in the youth ministry I was working in had posted something cryptic, but kind of in the vein of, "I don't think I want to live anymore." Mm. And I thought, "What?" <laughs> And so I immediately called our youth pastor and said, hey, have you seen this? And um, he called that student, and they had a really good conversation. And, yeah, he was um, he was really contemplating whether or not to end his life. Wow. And, I mean, that changed everything that night. And mm-hmm. so I'm very grateful <laughs> that he shared it somewhere, that he mm-hmm. had that cry for help, and that we were able to intervene. Um, but, I mean, also, when I was in seminary, it— it ended up being kind of a lonely time for the first little bit. I moved here not knowing anybody, and seminary is already hard. Um, and so I was a blogger. I guess I didn't mention that in my social media past. But um, I met all of these other girls who were kind of my age what that were blogging, and we ended up going to this conference together in Indianapolis. And my mom was like, so you're going to a hotel with a bunch of strangers and staying in a room together? And I said, well, I've... Skype them. Like, I've seen the inside of their house. I feel like I know them. Mm. Um, thankfully, that was all on the up and up, and they ended up being good friends. I mean, for That's a really awesome. tough season of life. So, so yeah, there, I mean, we've had some good experiences and some tough ones <laughs> that mm, we've learned yeah. from. Yeah. Um, so, as we try to prepare parents to help think through things with their children, um, what are some things that they should do? Yeah, I. I would hark back to my own example, my own story about my own usage. Uh, I would encourage parents to look at their own usage because it's hard to enforce something on your kids that you're not doing for yourself. Um, So if you're telling your kids that they can't have a cell phone and social media at the table, um, don't do social media at the table. Um, Obviously, you can make them wait till they're 18 and you are probably over the age of 18. So uh, (laughs) like you can already have social media, but like all the different things that you enforce on your kids, make sure you're following that example, Mm -hmm. especially with like the time and use the way you use. So like the things you consent to on social media, um, the way you like set your privacy settings and stuff like that. Use all of that as an example for your students and for your kids because that's a good way to show them this is how we can use social media to our advantage. Yeah, not and letting also, it win. like, when you're posting things about people that aren't you getting their consent. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That makes sense. The, like, if you're sharing everything about your family, being mm-hmm. like, hey, are you good if I post yeah, this? Yeah. Okay, if I, I share this mm-hmm. very personal story about this hard day that you had. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, I don't know. Do I jump in here and jump towards? Sure. I mean, I think contract, y'all, is still just a big part of that. And and that being collaborative, that's something you're working to toward with your, your children. And, and, and maybe really at this point, hopefully this is an addendum to the contract, right? Hopefully they've mm-hmm. got a phone. You've mm-hmm. done a contract there. So this is really adding that in, you know, and, and just several, I think, figuring out, again, what's important to you um, and, and just how – we're going to handle that and kind of uphold that in the way you do things and how you do that in social media. Um, you know, one of those questions like, you know, this part of it, you know, not the pressure, like create a facade that makes our family look good, 
but mm-hmm. who are we? Mm-hmm. And we want to reflect who we are. And, and again, we're still navigating that with our kids, especially in their teenage years, in their earlier teenage years, of course, more so. Uh, but who are we and, and where are our values? And, you know, is is what we're putting out there, is that reflecting Jesus? Is that reflecting well? Um, and is that important for you, for your mm-hmm. family, that what we put out really does not overwhelm or or, or become just – too much, and but but does it reflect Christ well? And in and in the midst of how we engage with people, are we being a good friend? Are we handling things? You know, we always tell our kids those things about they ha- how they engage just in kind of real life. Are they mm-hmm. engaging? Are we doing those same things when it comes to social media? Yeah, I think part of that just figuring out what are the consequences when you do break the rules. Having those set, those are going to adjust. There's going to be changes probably to that, and you're going to yeah. figure it out as you go. But uh, what are the fair consequences? Maybe if you're using your phone after curfew, again, uh, and I think social media is a big deal. Like, okay, great. It, those same rules need to be in place. This doesn't just change things. But um, if they're going over their data or their limits, um, if they're using harmful words, you know, towards other people, if they're viewing things they're not supposed to look at. Um, and again, I would tell you there, there needs to be limits in, in some of that. I think, you know, most, I, I know iPhones, you can set app limits and mm-hmm. time limits on each app that's on that phone. Yeah. I'll go back to this. Um, and I don't know when this will change, but at this point, we still have all the passwords. Uh, mm, and so, like, yeah. my son cannot add an app on his phone without me doing that. I put the password in. I add it, even when it comes to updates. And sometimes it's like, oh, crud. That is so Dad, wise. can you update this? <laughs> And I'm like, oh man, okay, come here. But I realized that's one of those What's things. The password. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, put this password in. Um, but we've just said, like, we want to make sure that we're we're navigating this with him uh, because th- there are just things we we want to stay away from. Yeah. You know, um, cyberbullying. How are you can handle handle things that come up with that. What about sexting? And what what do you consider sexting? What right. are those boundaries when it yes. comes to to those types of things? And if you're not having these conversations, like you need to start, it's not too late to start, but you, you've you got to start some point. Yeah. So maybe it's, it's right It's better now. to be proactive than reactive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then discussing what's okay to post online, what's not. Um, things like your address or accounts or taking pictures of things that may have oh information that people don't realize. Uh, like, like we don't post anything. If we're out of town, we don't yeah. post anything about a vacation live. And that's, you know, decisions we make. Not because I'm afraid all my neighbors are going to jump through my windows, you know, and steal all my stuff while I'm gone. But it's like, sure. we're, we'll, we'll let you know we're on vacation when we get home, you know. And so that's part of that. Like, we, we want to be in the moment. We want to be with our family. And so somebody I think you're going to have to navigate that with your kids. It's probably impossible to say, hey, don't post anything about vacation until next week. If they're living on social media, they're they're going to be there. But but figuring out what are the boundaries, mm-hmm. um, and then again, some of this like what would you want your grandmother to see online, or oh. your future employer, or mm. the person at the university you're trying to get a scholarship, or an organization you're trying to get a scholarship? Yeah, they're looking. They're looking. Yeah. That's exactly right. Absolutely. So the or is what they see there who they want to be at their school or or wearing their name when they give you that scholarship. Those are those are really. Um, important things. And then just, you know, you got to realize tone is hard to read. You yep. know, we, we say things or we, you know, the way we, it comes out in our mind does not translate well to the keyboard. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, and I don't know if you saw, there was an article that just came out about the way different generations use emojis and such. Um, that Gen Z tends to think things like punctuation or the thumbs up sign are aggressive. And I was like, mm. but how do you know? How do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how I clarify my tone. Anyway, my dad doesn't use. He he texts in like te- like K's and where you be in like. <laughs> Without punctuation, and it really okay. frustrates me. Mr. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I think just some, it, it is totally okay just to have hard and fast rules that we are not going to have any apps with vanishing messages, with vanishing mm. pictures or videos, mm-hmm. that that is just not a safe place yeah. for us to be. And so thank you, but no thank you. That's mm. not going to be part of it. Nope. Um, I think that just leaves a ton of potential for things that, you know, they don't want to be seen to, be, right. to be sent and received. Um, and then I would also avoid any kind of apps or features where people can respond anonymously because um, that never ends well. That is always just a potential to have people say unkind things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think most of all, as we consider this conversation, just remember that social media is a tool. It can be both good and bad. And mm-hmm. so as parents, um, really, it's just a part of navigating with your student helping prepare them to handle this independently when they are out of your home. And so ask questions, listen well, um, pay attention to what's going on. Remember that you're the parent and it's okay to wait. Mm. It's, oh, okay. Absolutely. it's okay to, to give consequences. It's okay to, um, to have a contract, all those things. Um, We're raising healthy adults. Exactly. Right? That's the goal. Mm-hmm. So, so we've got to help navigate to push towards that. So keep the end in mind as we're, beginning these this journey with our kids absolutely okay y'all have some resources today yeah um i i know a lot of what we've said is negative and my resource is really negative but um Thanks, uh, I, oh, hey social media can be positive yeah uh, well, we've we've preached that too so th- there's a documentary on netflix called the social dilemma and it i, I would consider some of it a little bit alarmist um and there's yeah. some uh Kind of funny dramatizations um, in the film, uh, but I recently rewatched it and I I still endorse it. Um, I think it's a really valuable watch. It kind of gets into the science of some of it, mm-hmm. um, and like more of the motivations of some of these social media and tech companies and how they use your information against you. Um, and I think it teaches some really valuable lessons. Um, it also talks about some of the positive parts of social media. So uh, I would encourage you to watch that, watch it with a grain of salt, because uh, social media probably isn't the end of the world. Um, but um, uh, I mean, probably. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you, you don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Just check back here. What about hey, you, Kurt? I, yeah, I would give you, it's an older book, but I still, I still think it really is helpful uh, because some of it's just outdated in in some of the platforms and things like that. But A Parent's Guide to Understanding Social Media, uh, subtitles Helping Your Teenager Navigate Life Online, but it's by Marco, uh, Mark Ostricker, um, just a great guy, uh, has some great resources. And again, this is just, it's an easy, simple read, um, but I still believe it's a really good resource. The cover has uh, headphones on it that still have wires um, so that's that's, that's a sign. That it dates the yeah, wow. yeah. It's a decade old. <laughs> this, okay. this is gonna talk a lot about you know. It's Facebook, so. right? <laughs> uh, so mine is Queen Bees and Wannabes, helping your daughter survive clicks, gossip, boys, and the new realities of girl world. This 
I think the the latest is the third edition, so it's been updated a couple times. But this is the book that the movie Mean Girls was based off of. Um, it's not a narrative, but um, it has a great chapter about just walking your daughter through the internet and socials. So I I recommend it. Is not it's not a um, Christian book, so it's not coming from a believer's perspective, but it is coming from research and interview perspective. So um, we hope this has been helpful for you today. Uh, This is an ongoing conversation, and we may get to talk about this again. But parents, just remember, we know it's not easy out there. (laughs) You're doing a great job, and it really does take a village. Amen. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for being here.